I'm nervous because uh, the first t first went first session went so well for this. I don't know if I'll be able to live up to the expectations I set myself. You're up gonna for, do fine, bro. We have to fight Santa. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the question Maybe. is, which version of Santa are we fighting? That was like you guys. That's a that's a tall assumption. Yeah, you you have no We're idea. We're gonna encounter your... Santa. Why can't we fight Mrs. Claus? Oh, hmm? uh, you don't know. Well, who knows? Maybe Santa doesn't exist in this universe. Hey guys, <laughs> hey guys, welcome she... back. Welcome back to another. <laughs> Hold on, I need to get my bearings from the top straightened please. out. <laughs> I'm sorry. We believe in you. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to a <laughs> welcome to a brand new episode of This Spells Disaster, the D and D podcast, where it's your favorite people who know things about film that's never acknowledged or something. Um, it's time for the second installment in um, the wonderful, wonderful one shot, two shot, three shot, four that I have compounded as two shots. What is happening? What is Nathan's just staring at me blankly? I'm fucked it up. <laughs> Terrified. <laughs> uh, should I just restart? No, no, no. Carry no. on, carry on. <laughs> Fuck. You're doing fine. <laughs> I'm kind of out of it uh, right now. We're recording at three in the, in the afternoon, which is really early for us. So this is this is disorienting. I can see daylight out of the the window in the basement hole that I'm in right now. It's so bizarre. Um. <laughs> Hey, um, so we're back with um, the second part of the um, the two shot that I am DMing, uh, the uh, Last Will and Testament of Sir Alistair Crane. Um, this is a, kind of our holiday special. We hope you enjoyed the uh, first part of it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get things rolling with part two in just a little bit. We're gonna do our little intro and then we'll do the the recap to lead us into the session. Um, I guess I'll start again. Uh, my name is Alex, as always. Um, my pronouns are he, him, as always. Um, and I am DMing this, not like always, but for today. Um, and uh, I am vowing to uh, figure out a new bit for myself. Um, I haven't really decided New year, one. new bit. <laughs> new year, new bit, exactly. Does anyone have any bit suggestions for me? <clears throat> I could just talk about like a movie I watched recently. Yeah, I was that would be say. like that would be films because I watch a lot early. of I watch a lot of movies, guys, and I can talk about movies. So um, today, so here is the theme song for your new favorite segment. Alex mentions a movie. <laughs> Okay, guys, I gotta tell you, last night I finally got around to watching Puss in Boots' Last Wish. Phenomenal. 10 out of 10. Ooh. Amazing. Oh, Have not seen it, go watch one. it now. I was so, so glad when good. I finally got to watch it this year, last year. That was so good. Dang, yeah, really and I, I, I promised someone it was gonna be my 1,000th movie I've ever seen, and it was, and it was awesome. Really good, really good stuff. Um... But yeah, I also watched Saltburn recently, and that was very mid. We'll not elaborate. 
Uh, hi guys, I'm Nathan, usually the DM of this mess, and today I'm sitting sitting to the side and playing the wonderful character of Professor Eustatius Bin, um, who you oh. met last time, uh, and he might have killed some reindeer. I may I finished like an, less than an hour ago um, a 179 slide PowerPoint because reasons. What? I'm having a PowerPoint night tonight, and it's just going to be info dumping for hours. About what? Star Wars? I bet. Tangentially, yes. Okay. I could give you the presentation at some point, but I don't think you want to sit through it. No, I don't want to sit through it. I'll (laughs) skim through it. Hi, everybody. My name is Zoe. Um, I am playing Dr. Fogkettle today. Um, I'm sitting next to my wife, Wesley. Um, we're recording on the same audio today, which is wonderful. I don't really have a bit for today. Hello, uh, I'm Noah. Uh, the classic, the wonderful, uh, amazing uh, wielder of that turtle guy that we like. Um, but today we're playing um, a, a fireman, except it's not a fireman, it's a firewoman. Uh Marley Quest. Feminism. Uh, femi- go feminism. Uh, and uh, my new bit, at least for now, is my current hyperfixation. That's going to be like my, my hyperfixation because they change very quickly, uh, very fast. Very fast. Um, and my current hyperfixation is Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, I just fin- completely finished the game on my first solo playthrough am currently making plans to continue a like friend play multiplayer playthrough with a friend uh and i just started an honor run um last night so that's no my, my pc is gonna be here on friday i will play with you i need more people to play with um hey i'm wesley uh i'm playing sober trimming way in this one shot he him for both um I just ate a grilled cheese. Feeling pretty satisfied. It was a good grilled cheese. So. Um, last time we all gathered here, um, we met four uh, new friends, new strangers, um, who each arrived separately at the doorstep of the winter home of the recently deceased Sir Alistair Crane, um, who, by all accounts... Uh, died under mysterious, unknown circumstances. Um, our our wonderful um, new friends, Professor Bin, Marley Queston, Dr. Fogg, Kettle, and Sober Trimmingway, um, they all arrived at the winter home for the uh, will reading of Sir Alistair Crane, as they all knew him in some way, shape, or form. Uh, they were very quickly met by the... Um, the butler of the deceased Horace. Um, he showed them around. You met the um, the what remained of the kitchen staff, uh, Jacques, the dragonborn chef, and then Camille, a young kitchen girl. Um, and um, as soon as uh, you guys finish the tour, there's something, um, uh, an unsettling bump in the middle of the, on top of the roof. Um, Horace went to go investigate um, while that was going on. You guys chose to um, raid the kitchen for some alcohol. You got some information out of Camille regarding um, the potential whereabouts of Sir Crane when he died um, before Horace called you all for dinner. 
and at the dinner ceremony, Horus um, collapsed, um, and as Dr. Fogheadle found out, it was poison. Um, despite the best efforts of Sober Trimmingway, um, you, you got a little bit of information out of, um, out of Horus, um, insinuating that his, his poisoning and the death of Crane were somehow connected in some way. Uh, but, but basically, as soon as you're about to hear more from, uh, Crane, a giant red-nosed reindeer smashed through the giant window of the dining room and, um, shortly following suit, another reindeer came in and you guys, uh, fought them off and killed them, but not before the red-nosed reindeer smashed Horus in the face. And so where we left off, you had just finished, uh, the combat encounter with the two reindeers, their dismantled corpses are strewn about the, um, the glass shattered window, um, the giant window in the, uh, in the dining room with the cold, snowy winter breeze brushing through. And you're all, you're all kind of, you're there. What do you do? Damn. Um, so, what the fuck? Um, Ben walks over to the second reindeer and pulls his darts out of its face. Nice. And then, um, using the reindeer's fur, cleans the darts off and puts them away. Very resourceful. He then does the same with the short sword and puts it back uh, on his back and then pulls his jacket back up to cover it. <clears throat> so, just just uh, just to check with DM Alex, uh, mm-hmm. so Alex, we were we were we were essentially told that like, and I might have this information wrong, that. It's like he regularly would spend his time in the the basement that's now boarded off. Um, you heard from Camille. Or, yeah. uh, her words was that it appeared that he um, frequented the cellar, um, maybe a bit more than he would frequent his own study. Okay, probably was an alcoholic. So, I'm gonna say, um, well, I I think that. Given everything that is uh, going on, uh, we can, you know, actually go look at the roof. Or we could, you know, just hunker down in the cellar, drink a bottle of wine or two, you know, keep safe. Might be a good, like, defense point that we can continue to fend off against these hellish, whatever they are. Oh, no, those are reindeer. Hellish reindeer. (laughs) Hellish reindeer, indeed. I- I'm one for the notion that we bust into that cellar at this point. <clears throat> While I am not opposed to this proposition, I think we should first consider the roof. The noise earlier was from the roof, and we've noticed that disturbance around the fireplace on our way through. Clearly, something is happening around the chimneys up above. Perhaps something has entered the house, though. And it is no longer on the roof, an intruder of sorts. 
This is true. Well, this is true, but we could assess what, perhaps what, from the roof. Well, if it was these two reindeer, we've dispatched them pretty efficiently. Uh, can I, Alex, can I roll, like, a perception or investigation check to see if there's any, um, like, I guess sounds coming from this, like, big gap outside? Like, like, whether there might be, like, some footsteps or something, or sounds from, like, above. So I guess just, like, a general perception check. Yeah, you can certainly try. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Damn, hit him with the certainly. <laughs> yeah. Um, know what that means. That is a perception. That's a 24. <coughs> uh, you listen very closely, um, but unfortunately, the only thing that you can hear is the billowing wind of the outside flurry of snow. Well, I think that all of our problems from the outside uh, have been dealt with, at least for now. Uh, so I think we're best potentially looking into more of other areas in this house or just going into the cellar, if the intruder has not already found their way there. May I suggest as well that if we are going to hunker down in the cellar that maybe taking a pit stop to the study to get some clues maybe about the what happened um, to Sir Crane that we can gather some things, bring it down to the cellar with us, try to piece some of this together because I know personally from a medical perspective this seems there's no answers here and I, I would say that that is important to me um, for my friend and patient, the deceased. You know, perhaps his will might detail some of what's going on here. He might have information pre his death that would be useful to us going forward. And do any of us know where his will was kept? I believe the butler said the study. Although he may have it on him for safekeeping as well. Mr. Trimmingway, would you do the honors of inspecting the corpse? Don't mind if I do. What, do I, what, what kind of check is that going to be? Uh, roll investigation. No, I suppose the good doctor might be better suited. Loot the body. Yeah. This might be a job better suited for the doctor, but That's man never steps said. down from a challenge. Natural, Natural 20. 20. Let's go. Yeah, so um, you it's do a, a very... Yeah, no, you do a very <laughs> thorough search. Of, Cavity check and everything. Um, <laughs> you, you, you okay. kind of, you, you go in. There is like where his face go would in. be is just this, this reindeer-shaped foot, just indent. <laughs> that's like almost like through, through it. I won't go into detail because Zoe looks disgusted already. Detail enough. <laughs> um, but so you, um, you, they're like Ugh, at that, of course. Um, and then you, um. You kind of rummage through. You pat down his his coattail pockets, his um, his his suit jacket pockets, his his pants pockets. Um, you find among you find a bunch of little like handkerchief stuff that you would normally find on a butler in the front tailor coat. Um, mm -hmm. You also find um, a uh, little loop with uh, two brass keys um, on them. They're not labeled or anything. Um, they Ooh. look in terms of like outside of, like, the actual, like, key things that you, like, would be the key bit, um, they look basically the same. 
Got hey, it. Hey, Marley. Got it. I wonder, did, did Marley make note of the materials of the locks on doors? I feel like that's something Marley would make note of. I... I think... I'll, I'm going to say yes. Like, I'm going to say yes. Like, you've been I, actively inspecting yeah. things for, like, exits. Yeah. I feel like you would have made note of the material, even, even, like, subconsciously. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, uh, are you are you saying, like, to match up the keys... That's what I that that's what I would suggest. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Uh, and I'll, I think I'll that switch Marley to in character to do that. Okay. Miss Miss Marley, have you? Did you by chance make note of the locks on the doors we passed through? Well, I mean, obviously, of course I did. But hold on. Uh, and then she she walks over to sober and she like holds out her hand as if like to say, "Give me the keys." Guys, I found these keys. Oh, oh, here, here you go. And she says, you know, as much as I appreciate that train of thought, uh, Professor, I personally think, and then she just walks out of the room and heads straight towards the study to, like, go <laughs> and try it. I okay. follow her. Ben is yeah. following. Okay, gonna so take the tablecloth and drape it over Horace's body and then follow Okay, so as you guys, so as you guys, um, as as a reminder, you exit. If the best way to get to the study is to exit closest to um, near the kitchen. So I'm assuming you guys walk past the kitchen. Mm -hmm. um, you see, um, at, at kind of the the um, the noise of you scuffling about, um, Jacques kind of peers out from the kitchen, um, kind of like does a back and forth. Like motion. How his, the his hell did this man head. not hear us fighting reindeer in his dining room? Maybe I mean, pots and pans are loud. Hold on a second. Give me two <laughs> seconds. Can I work, please? Let him cook. Let me cook, please. <laughs> oh my god, you made me lose it again, Nathan. <laughs> That's my job. You're so. You're so bad. No, it's not your job. You're bad. Your job is to listen to me for once in your goddamn life. Sorry. Real. We'll we'll just, we'll talk about this when we get home, Nathan. Anyways, um. <laughs> so Jacques kind of peers out. Forced? Um, I'm just going through a rocky moment. It's a rocky time. <laughs> Jacques kind of uh, peers out. It's like. Oh, the, the coast is clear. Is the commotion, commotion done? What, what was that? Um, well, two two giant beasts. One with a shiny red nose. You, you might even say it glows. Um, broke into the Reindeer. dining room. I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, your friend Horace is um is no longer with us. Um, uh, but we've we've taken care of them. We're we're going to investigate the rest of the property. Uh, Jacques kind of like bows his head, gives a little nod. Um, I see. Um, well, I can't say I was expecting that today. Um, I should should probably go and uh, clean up. Um, if you need need anything, let me know. And uh, Jacques um, 
goes into the dining room. Can I make sure that, like, his reaction and everything seems, like, forthright? Sure. Cool. I'm assuming that'd be an insight check? Yeah, let's do that. That is a 17. We're getting good Um, news today. It's... He's trying very hard not to show that this has kind of affected him. Like, he's still... There's a there's a part of... There's, like, a little bit of doubt in his voice. Like, he is mostly going into the room to actually check to see if what you said was true. Cool. More so than anything. Guys. Okay, okay. So it, what if... What if... It wasn't just Horus and Crane... What? Never mind. Oh, their their relationship. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> That's where I'm going with this. <laughs> Everyone and everything is gay. Yeah, yeah. it's We're just like you. <laughs> we've broken, uh, Alex. Speaking of things we've already established, uh, Marley is speed walking and heading to the study. Okay, yeah, so you guys are you guys you guys are passing by the uh, still boarded up cellar. Uh, you pass by the um, the guest room, um, and to the study you go, and you're at the study now. And she just, like, tries one of the keys in the lock. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it's the second key that actually does it. Um, you, you turn it, and it, like, the door opens, and you are met with um, the... Uh, the dingy sight of an unlit um, study. It's a little bit smaller than you anticipated um, in terms of the size of the room. Um, it, it, even if like there wasn't just stuff everywhere, papers and books and um, stuff just cluttered on the desk, on the floor, on the, uh, the cabinets um, that kind of line the walls, it still wouldn't be a very big room, but because there's all this stuff, it feels even smaller. Um, it's, it's very disorganized, um, in, in comparison to the rest of the house, which felt very distinguished and, um, proper, um, as if this, this place hasn't, hasn't been touched really, um, in, in a, in a, in a while, um, certainly not since, um, last week when, um, the death happened, um. But even then, it's it's hard to tell when the last time this room was was tidied up at all. Hmm. Um, on the desk, um, well, someone can make an investigation check to, to scour places out, I guess. <laughs> Alright guys, who has the highest investigation? <laughs> oh, I have a plus one. I have a minus one. Hey, no metagaming! <laughs> okay. What is this? I'll make Marley, oh. you entered first. I can ruffle through stuff. Yeah, you would. I think I think I would be going in places that are um, trying to find nooks and crannies that are sort of low to the ground as I am small. Yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, go ahead and uh, make an investigation check for me, Dr. Fogkettle. I like the sound of being called doctor. <laughs> Oh, that was really bad. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a six. Six. Um, and a plus three, guys. <laughs> doesn't really get you much anywhere, unfortunately. Um, you 
you you try ruffling through some file cabinets. Some of them appear to be locked. Others are just crammed with like files. You kind of flip through them. A lot of it's like legal documentation for like patents and more blueprints and like deeds for like buildings and and stuff. Not really anything too of your interest, um, unfortunately. Um, you, you kind of look around the floor at the stuff that's strewn about. It's more documents. It's more blueprints. It's, um, towards, towards kind of the, um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of what you see when, when you kind of look about. Can I give it a roll? Yeah, sure. Go I'll ahead. say, I'll, I'll say I'm like checking like the, like the more desk area. Okay, um, go ahead. Because like first in, just going straight towards the, the, the treasure chest, essentially. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, that's also not great. That's a fucking five. Okay. Um, there it's just it's just buried with piles and piles of papers. Um, it's like you you have the sense that there's like something beneath it all. Um, but it's just there's just a lot of it. I have a funny idea. Okay. Um, I'm gonna Marley is gonna like look at some of the papers and like be like. Hey, Professor. Yes, yes? What? Do you think that, like, any of these, like, documents here, like, need to be kept around for, like, historical or literature purposes? Um, I rolled a 17 for investigation. Can I help okay. with this? Can I help with this process now? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, looking at the documents, um, it's very, again, it's very standard procedure stuff. Um, like deeds to like renting out this certain space for like factory stuff like shipment forms and and a lot of like legal stuff um ben you kind of ruffle around all the pages and as you're doing that um you find you come across buried in all of these stacks and stacks of papers tucked away into like the back i imagine this desk is like it's the desk and there's like a shelf like kind of on top of it kind of bury into, like, the corner where, like, the back of the shelf is, that corner part of the shelf, and, like, where the desk is, you find a, um, a small-ish, black, kind of heavy-ish, um, box with basically nothing on it except a single keyhole. Um, very small keyhole. Miss Motley, might I see those keys? Says... Sure. Hands it uh, I'd like to test the key that didn't work on the study door. Uh, the key that you have in your hand is way too big for the keyhole that the box has. Hmm. Uh, about how big is the keyhole? The keyhole is like... Yay, that's great. That's a, that's a great uh, descriptive uh, description for our audience. It's yay small. It's I would like, like to say that it's like the size of a thumbnail. Yeah. Of someone's thumbnail. It's it's way smaller than a lock, like, has should have any right to be. Are there seams along the edge of the box? Or does, like, this, seem to, does this seem to be like a solid piece? Like, is there a seam where, like, the top closes? Or is it no, just, it's, like, it's, one thing and then it has a lock on it? It's like one thing it has a lock on it. You can it's like 
very clearly it's like the one well i guess it seems as if it's like there's like the one spot where the the lockbox opens okay yeah. so there there is like the seam where the lid meets the base yes okay so we're not dealing with something magic necessarily no uh, i just put, could potentially argue that i can turn into a spider theoretically <laughs> I would argue that a spider, because not like a tarantula, and also not like a daddy long legs, and also not Bo dancing in the back, doing the gritty. Oh, um, notice. <laughs> like, literally, because like spiders are, gone. like, actual spiders, we don't see them that often because they're pretty pretty small, and I feel like one could fit in there. But it's up to, it's, it's your determination. Is Marley a druid? Yes! Yes. Yeah, she's a wildfire druid. Yeah. I don't know, not pick I oh wait, now I remember. No, I'm yeah. I don't know why I hadn't picked up on that. Oh my god. Look, what do you oh think? What do you what do you what do you rule that, Alex? I mean, I feel like that is that if that's something Marley can do, she can certainly try to fit into that lock hole. Okay. Marley Marley's absolutely gonna try that. So everyone around you, you just hear like a thwip, like a like a Spider-Man thwip? It won't be able to catch it. Yes, like the Spider-Man thwip. Um, and like, it's like, because there's various ways that druids are described turning into like their wild shapes. But like literally for Marley, it's you see the like full transformation, but it lasts less than a second. So if you were looking and like you recorded it and slowed it down, you'd see the whole thing. But it's just like, and it's kind of gross. But it's like a second long. Like, okay, so are you bad. so? Do you shrink from full height to spider, or do you just turn into a spider and drop? Uh, shrink. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is important. Where do you like land? Uh, on the desk. Okay, you're on the desk. Um. Uh. That would imply that Marley climbed up onto the desk before transforming into a spider, and I think that's hilarious. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, um, should I make you roll to like? fit into this keyhole. I mean, yeah. You, I think, think you could need to funny. determine if a spider fits in the keyhole. Um, let's do something wild. Let's do a performance like check. <laughs> mm. Oh, I was like really fucked for a second, but because a spider's performance or a charisma is negative four, but then I remembered I keep my, uh, like... Yeah. Are you, wait, you're charismaing your way into a lock I, hole? That's what I'm saying. Performance, a, I can do it. I can do it because my charisma is good. I'm not. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just not questioning Noah. I'm questioning like I never Alex. Busted out, and I feel like I'm that's just an 18. Who okay, cares? Yeah. I'm just saying. It, it's a <laughs> while it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um. It. it yeah. So it's, you are able. To, yes, you are able to pretty well fit into this uh, small little small little keyhole. Um. And you are inside the lockbox. Do spiders? <laughs> spider could see in a dark lockbox. Yes. Correct. Probably. Yeah. So, um, not not very not very big. Um, you are standing on top of a um a piece of parchment um that has clearly been folded up a couple times to like fit into this box, and you're standing on top of it. Sorry, say that one more time. You are standing on top of a piece of paper, a piece of parchment, okay. that has been folded up 
enough to where it could fit into this box. Okay. So it's like, <clears throat> like, like a like a folded like a couple times. So there's another thing. I'm wondering how you'll rule it, and just ben because picks up the lockbox. Uh, just because my theory is in how, like, she does, like, firefighter stuff, I think she's done this before, so even if you might rule that to, that it's odd, I think she might be a little used to it, even if it does take some damage. She's gonna revert back into a humanoid form while inside of the box. That was my thought process, and my, too. Even though there's, like, the argument that, oh, like, as she's growing, she just dies, same. um... My thinking is that firefighter stuff, like, she would go into small places previously and, like, break them open by growing into humanoid form. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Can you do that? Could you roll, please, a, um, a constitution save and throw and then bin? Because you are holding the lockbox <laughs> while this is happening, I need you to make a strength saving throw. Yeah, Lovely. that seems reasonable. This is so... Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking about. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Zoe That's gonna be uh, a typed ten. in I... the Ant-Man Thanos theory. Ten, okay. Yeah. It's Ooh. just the Ant-Man uh, Thanos mine's, theory. Mine's also just a flat ten. So... Mine was okay. a dirty ten, but yeah. Okay, um... So... <laughs> I guess... So, so Marley, mm. um... You... Like this... <laughs> I don't like so, this. So, so... Literally, it's a three-man party for her. So, so I, Ben... Oh. <laughs> you're, um... You're holding this. All of a sudden, like, it's like a split second. The lockbox just kind of, like, busts apart. And, um... Basically, in your arms is just now Marley. Um, Marley, um... This is all kind of very sudden. There's just the slight impact of you kind of bursting out the lockbox. You kind of bump your head a little bit. Um, let's say you take uh, two points of uh, bludgeoning damage for that. Cool. Um, Only two? That's fair. Dang. Okay. Oh, that's what I rolled, bitch. I rolled Zoe's got something two. to say. Okay. Hold on um, a second. I would... Okay. Yeah, that's. I, I, I was waiting I wanted, for Alex. I but... want to do with with Nathan. Nathan, Ben, um, you're very startled by this, and you're like trying to like hold, um, Marley up, and then I feel all of a sudden... I feel like in character, Ben realizes that he's holding her, and just kind of goes, "I'm sorry," and just sets her down on the desk. Yeah, you're you're very you're very startled by it, um, but you manage to like, um, not like drop her or anything. Uh, yeah, Foghill, you had something you wanted to say? Um, I would love to imagine that as this entire thing has been happening, um, Sober and Dr. Fogkettle have been trying to look for said key, and that the moment that we're not paying attention, team minding our own business, um, <laughs> <laughs> that we, that as this shit happens, one of us finds the key in the room as this, <laughs> as, as Marley just turns back into a human being, and all of us are like, all right, well, uh, that didn't fucking matter anyway. <laughs> yeah, actually, let's, let's say that, um, so, um, Fogkettle and um, Sober, you guys have been rummaging around the file cabinets. You get to the very top one. These um, documents. I, I feel like the tall it, one. it's, like it's crawling. Tall one. I, I think at this point, it's like, um, I like to imagine that um, 
Dr. Fakula has gotten on, has, yeah, has yeah. gotten onto uh, Sober's, like, shoulders or whatever, <laughs> and you, you rummage through it, you find, you find a, just a tiny little, uh, key that's, like, pr- pretty good-sized for you, Fog Kettle, but you, you, cu- you get it out just as this lockbox has just burst open. Actually, you know what? To make this more interesting, can I get a dexterity saving throw from both of you? <laughs> Boy. I don't like where this is going. Eleven. Natural one. <laughs> do you not get lucky for this? Oh, I do. Oh my god, you're so real for that. It's been a week, guys. Good DM <laughs> moment. Good. Yeah, we the, the whole recording tomorrow thing didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't oh, happen. That's seventeen. It's a what? It's a seventeen. Okay, yeah, so, um, Sober, you're, like, holding up, you're, like, keeping watch, and you see, like, a piece of metal, of this metal lockbox just fly right past you, like, right to your side, indenting the, uh, the filing cabinet next to you, um, and, but you're, you're managed to, like, hold, hold Fog Kettle up still, um, (laughs) Fog Kettle, you're fine, um, but, so... Yeah, the lockbox has burst open. Um, Marley's kind of bumped on the head just a bit, um, and uh, the the remains of the lockbox have just kind of flown over. Um, and the uh, folded up piece of paper is now on the ground. Cool. Well, little lady, uh, what did we seem to find in this lockbox? She sighs. And she, like, picks it up and opens it, but is, like, showing it to everyone except for Sober. Okay, so, um, it's... It's actually... So it's two pages. The first page, the first piece of parchment just simply says, in nice, tight face, the last will and testament of Sir Alistair Crane. APA title page type B. Yeah, um, date. Um, this is the the where it was written. Course et number. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the instructor who, who gave this yeah. assignment. Um, this is this is not a good. I love bit. APA section number. <laughs> um, actually, you know what? There's three pages. I lied. The first page is just the uh, title. Okay. The second page. Hold on a second. Work cited. The second page it's not a is, the fuck is basically a single typeface paragraph with some scribblings all over it. So the the typeface, which is what has clearly been intended this piece of paper is, all it says is that I don't have this actually written down, so I'll just paraphrase. Um, basically, it's like, it's like the, the, the little intro to be like, if you're reading this, this means I've died, yada yada blah blah, this is how- Yada yada blah blah, huh? No, 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 no. No, it doesn't say that, it doesn't say that, but (laughs) what I'm trying to illustrate it is it's, it's starting off in typical Will fashion, where it's like, this is, this is stating what it is, because it's like a legal document, it has to state what it is, I would assume, because I've never looked at a Will in my life. It's the abstract. Yes. Do investigation check to get this word for word? No. Fuck. Um, I will lose. Um, but 
basically, there's the like the one paragraph of the actual will. It, it basically says, I, Sir Alistair Crane, leave all of my finances, assets, estates, personal belongings, and my pride and joy, my company, Crane Motors, to my one true love, Nicholas. <gasps> Yo, guys, I, I think uh, Marley's like... Well, I think... Just just a, a, a theory, and I don't know if this is really the case, but I think in this case, we may be the home intruders. Well, you continue reading along, and in what has clearly been written, um, like, onto this piece of parchment. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Do it quietly. Damn it, I rolled a natural one. I rolled a natural one on history. I was gonna see if Ben remember has Ben remembers being to any will. You ask first. What he didn't fuck? ask you for a skill check. I didn't no, ask you for didn't. a skill check, bitch. Uh, Ben's yeah. never been to a will reading, and if he was, he was half asleep the whole fucking time. That tracks. Um, <laughs> he actually he actually thinks that he's yeah. He's never been to one, obviously. Do not Probably. cut that shit out. <laughs> you can't do that to a first-time DM. That's a menace behavior. That's um, menace. Yeah, that's so, menace. Uh, but on clearly written on after this paragraph, if in the event that Sir Nicholas does not show up to the reading of the will, um, all of the above will be distributed evenly towards my dearest friends, Marley Queston, Dr. Eatrix Fogkettle, Sober Trimmingway, and Eustax. What the fuck is the first name? Bin. Eustatius. Eustation Tube. Eustation Tube Bin. Eustatius Bin. My trusted butler Horace. This is another paragraph. My trusted butler Horace, whom I cherish Horless. more than anyone in the world, will hereby take ownership of the company that I founded, Crane Motors. Oh my god, this is so fucking sad. <laughs> and the last page that you find, just in the middle, is a set of three numbers. 52, 11, 94. All right, I got this. Um, Santa was 52 years old when they met. They had a relationship for 11 years. Um, oh, fuck. Um, 94. 19, no, 1894? <laughs> 1894. <Yes. laughs> All right, anyways, anyways. Um, I think, assuming that Marley is reading this aloud for yeah. the group, so we're going to be like, so, from my understanding, if uh, Nicholas here doesn't arrive we are left with sir crane's belongings well uh it's a little more complicated than that uh because in theory uh the will has not been legally read uh 
therefore, even though we are currently reading it, you know, he didn't sign it. There's like this could be a fake, you know, there's no signature. Um, uh, yeah, you've t- actually you turn uh, you turn to the back of a piece of paper um, with the um, the uh, the with the paragraphs. It has been signed by. There is a signature. He endorsed that, that shit. Like, was he a sound body in mind? But but no, Marley is like he. This has not been officially legally read out or declared, and we are not able to do it um, because we have not been designated as the will readers. And we, none of us have any legal power in that sense. So we've got to, you know, I feel like we should probably figure out what's going on with the roof stuff and the chimney incursion. And then we can figure out whether we were intruders. Because maybe this person's an intruder. Weren't we invited? Well, yeah, but... But were we invited by Crane? This butler let us in, and the yeah. butler was the designated will reader at the time. But we must consider the fact that the butler is a beneficiary if the initial beneficiary does not show, does not arrive. Did the butler invite us in the efforts to keep the initial beneficiary from receiving the contents of the will? I hate to break it to you, but I know magic is pretty powerful here, but even my revivify can't bring back a decapitated body. Therefore, I'm not suggesting we do. I'm merely proposing the suggestion that we might have been brought here under deceitful pretense. Maybe. Professor, are you insinuating that there was some kind of play here made between Horace against Nicholas? I wonder if perhaps a rivalry, or simply, Horace wanted claim to the company. Felt uh, wrong Marley, in some could, way. Marley, could you do an investigation check, please? Yeah. Mm. Oh, damn, that's good. That's a 19. Okay, uh, you, looking over the piece of paper again, you notice that the uh, ink... Um, that this tacked-on written part um, is that the the ink that this that part has been written in is fairly fresh, like within last couple days, fresh. And his death was announced a week ago. So Marley says, "Well, I may have gotten one thing wrong, missing that signature, but." This document has clearly had adjustments made to it. So, even if... So we need to find this Mr. Nicholas and figure out what the heck is going on. Because, Ben, Professor Ben, I I believe you may be right here. And Marley... I hope I am mistaken. We, we, you know, we, we don't... We don't have to... It may be a sumptuary to, to say Mr. He, he may use a different title, like like Doctor, as me, or maybe, I don't know, Saint or something. We don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and then Marley uh, pockets the will, folds it back up, 
and uh, goes outside heading towards the uh, boarded up cellar. Okay. Oh, I'm so ready for this. Hell yeah, cellar time. All right. Um, so as you walk past, um, you, you are greeted with a tad bit of a commotion. Um, Jacques um, is kind of pacing back and forth, kind of in the front part of the area. Um, Camille, you guys, where you guys come out, you can see a little bit of the, um, the living area. Um, again, it's, you can very clearly see now it has been disheveled from when you did the initial tour. Um, the fire's been, the fire's out. Um, the fire's out. Um, the, uh, the, the stuff around it is kind of skewed. Um, Camille is kind of just, um, sitting there kind of like hands, head, like head on, on hands, kind of like. Just trying to process everything. Jacques is kind of pacing back and forth. Um, uh, and then uh, Jacques kind of uh, comes to you guys. It's like, what the hell happened? It clearly wasn't just one part of the house that was dismantled. Look at over here. You have anything you know about this? Um... I guess since Marley's leading the charge and, like, passing this by, uh, she's like, I mean, we, we saw it, we assumed that maybe something had gone on with, uh, Horace's investigation of the roof. Perhaps there's some sort of travel point from there and things got rough, or we presumed there may have been an intruder but didn't want to assume the worst as everything else still seemed in order. Jock. You should know. I, I believe Horace in, had you assist him in investigating the roof, did he not? The roof? What are you talking about, the roof? He mentioned no such thing about the roof. Before he... No such thing. Then where were you investigating? We weren't investigating anywhere. We just... He called me aside before dinner... Brought me outside. He, he said. He said if anything. No, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say. Um, Sober's gonna turn back, uh, like with his back to Jacques, and be like, Professor, Doctor, Fighter of Fires. Um. <laughs> I'm. If there is a need to get more information, um, bona fide, reliable information from the cook here, um, I have non-violent means of doing so. I propose we take them. Go ahead. We are clearly being gonna... deceived. The question is simply by who. Sorry, All right. by whom? I should say. Indeed. My stress is so making my going to skill slip. <laughs> As you should, Professor. <laughs> um, Sober's going to turn on one heel, slap one hand on um, Jock's shoulder, be like, don't worry, friend. Um, oh, fuck. I have no idea what I'm supposed to say. Um, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me cook for a second. I'm, I'm cooking. 
Um, he's gonna cook Try to in say the some bullshit. Yeah. Um, he's slapping his hand down. Um, and casting Zone of Truth. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I don't have anything to say. Anyways, Zone of Truth. Um, I can read out the spell if need be. That that will be ha- handy. Okay. Okay. You can lie, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. I figured as much. It is. Is that wisdom saving throw? It is. Um, no, it's just. A I create a magical zone that guards against deception in a fifteen-foot okay. radius sphere centered on a point of your choice, Jacques, uh, within range. Until the spell ends, a creature that enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there must make a charisma saving throw. On a failed save. A creature can't speak a deliberate lie while in radius, and you know whether each creature succeeds or fails its saving throw. An affected creature is aware of the spell and can thus avoid answering questions to which it would normally respond with a lie. Such creatures can be evasive in its answers as long as it, rema- as long as it remains within the boundaries of the truth. Uh, so how do Charisma. you want to do this? Yeah, how do you... Charisma. Oh, I need to do this. Yeah, okay. Charisma saving throw from Jacques needs to be a 14. Alright, let's just make up a number in my head, because I didn't make a stat block for Jacques, because I didn't think this was going to happen. Um, let's just say You didn't think two. we were going to talk to Jacques? Okay, you made well, a dragonborn named Jacques and put him in your scene. <laughs> okay, well, he didn't roll very well on that, so um, he failed. Alright. So, buddy, um, if, uh... <laughs> If my senses serve me right, um, we're all going to be forthright from here on out. So, what exactly was... What, what exactly were you doing when Horace called you aside? What, what did he call you aside for, if it wasn't to investigate the roof? Well, I was preparing the, the meal, of course, for the, for the banquet this evening. Um, which I hope you all enjoyed. Um, but uh, we didn't get a chance us. to enjoy it. Sorry Don't to tell him that. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I was, I was. The wine was good. I was. Uh, I didn't do anything with that. With but thanks, I guess. Um, <laughs> he, he put me aside. I asked Camille to take over for the time being, and uh, I, I got some plates out. I set foot. I believe it was then that uh, he he told off uh, you, M- Mr. Bin, or. Whoever you are, professor, I guess. Um, and uh, he, he pulled me aside. He took me outside in the, in the blistering cold I might add. I was not prepared for such intense coldness. Um, and he, 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 he said to me that uh, there was nothing to be worried about uh, regarding the, 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 the roof. Uh, that uh, it's nothing. It's just uh, a tree branch or something and of course, I believed him. I'd been loyal to him for for how many years, and uh, so I, well, I wouldn't dare question him. But uh, he, uh, he he said that I, I didn't know what it meant at the time. But he said, no matter what happens, if if something happens to to him to Horace, that I was put in charge of of reading the will. And making sure it continued as it was written. Right. And who's holding the who... will? I am. It's in yeah, my Marley pocket. Still is. Marley still is. Away. Um, as as the chef, um, making the preparations for dinner. Um, do you recall who served 
Horace's glass of wine. Uh, Camille, Camille set out everyone's drinks. Got it. Friends, um, I, I think we have another witness to question here. And Camille's there, so she's Camille also affected there, right? by Zone of Truth yeah, in theory. Yeah, basically, at, at the instance of her name, she kind of perks up and she's like, Oh, not this, not this again. No, I'm, I'm done. I'm done talking to you. I don't no, want to be part of no. <laughs> I didn't do anything to this cup, so right? I just set them out there and I left them alone. Didn't do anything else. Is she in the zone of truth right now? Yeah, she she's is. within. She's in within fifteen feet. Oh, did she succeed or fail her saving throw? Oh, I didn't do a saving throw. Oh, oh I got a natural one. Okay, cool. Damned. Okay, so uh, none of the staff poisoned Horace's drink. But poisoned. He was he was poisoned. He was he was po- poisoned before meeting his untimely end. In in fact, the two don't correlate whatsoever. Surprisingly, um, very confusing. However, I, I find it odd that Camille, you served all of our our drinks. I, I assume at the same time. However, none of us seem to be affected by any ailment or poison. But Horace here has. Well. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I set out all those drinks myself. Didn't touch anything. I mean, I'm sure maybe um, when I went back to to look, the uh, the horse's glass was in a slightly different spot, as if someone had had touched it and removed it or something. But I didn't do anything with that. Um. Can I cast message to Marley and say? I, I think we may be, um, I think, I think we may be, uh, looking away from the possibility that the other people in this room with us that are not the staff who were also in the dining room at the time of the poisoning are responsible for this. I'm saying this to Marley specifically because I cannot imagine that Marley would be the person to do it, which is why I'm in this. Yeah. Um, and she, in the in the response that is allowed, uh, she does the whisper thing back that only uh, Fog Kettle can hear, and she says, "Why do you think I'm keeping the will in my pocket?" Because <laughs> Marley oh. knows it was adjusted recently, in at least the past few days. Uh, yeah. Our friend died a week ago, at least. Therefore, it if it is anyone. And like he were to read out the will, he wouldn't. He wouldn't know that it was fucking adjusted. It would just be like, okay, yeah, the guy didn't show up. Plus, also, we still haven't found this potential Nicholas, uh, who may be somewhere, because um, we don't know who um, sent those reindeer. Is that all in the whisper? No, yeah. that's just me thinking out loud. Okay. Okay. I would like at some point, and this can be now or later to make an arcana check on said will to see if there are any magical effects happening to it, maybe possibly the adjustments that were made. Uh, yeah, sure, go ahead. <sighs> Come on, Zoe, you can roll good. I'll say that she, so hands, she, she try, tries to discreetly hand it to you for that. 
Make a slide. Not hand. 20. I'll okay, make a awesome. Hand. Make a slide of hand. So, uh, uh, I would argue that I. A dirty 20 anyway, so. Okay. 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 Yeah, I so was going to argue that I'd, it'd probably be the health action too if I'm yeah. assisting, but. Yeah, you, you, discre- you discreetly hand over the uh, the the, the will. I'm assuming you've kind of folded it up back to like its original yeah. folded up form. Uh, Doctor Fogkettle, you detect no magic present on the document Fuck. whatsoever. God damn it! It wasn't tampered by <sighs> I magic. Was really... Only the magic of the pen and the paper. I was really hoping so because as an artificer, I could just use one of my. Uh, one of my infusions to duplicate the item if it was magical. Mm. Um, so then if there was anything that happened to the original one, then we still have one. But alas. What? I wonder if I could make it magic. <laughs> I don't have, like, have- there aren't a ton of uses for my infusions for, for a one-shot, but... <sighs> Thinking of some stupid bullshit. Hold on, hold on. Just like magic I weapon. I you can I cast yeah, I know. can I cast <laughs> magic is. weapon on the will? <laughs> what? Well, um, you don't wait, know this is happening. Say, you don't know this yeah. is okay. happening. If yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, also, you're, you're, no, I know, I know. Silver, you don't know this is happening. <sighs> so I I should say while this is going down, I think at this point, um, Jacques is like. Look, regardless of what's all going on here, someone has to clean up this mess, and I guess I'll be the one to do it. Camille, come on, let's let's get the broom. And he uh, goes back uh, towards the kitchen. Um, as uh, Camille passes you, um, uh, she turns to you and she's like, um, "Did you find anything in there?" Who is she? Tur- who is the you in this scenario? To you, the party. Okay. Mm. We are also in the zone of truth right now. Yeah. Well, um, we found some say, things. We found the will. Sober. No! Are you invested? No. So hold on, Ms. hold Camille. on. Sober, you are not affected. Yes. Oh, so true. you don't have to tell the truth. I sober says the will because given that <laughs> he's already questioned both of them, um, and they're both being truthful. We don't know who's listening. And neither do I. And I wasn't part of that conversation, so I don't even have reason to of suspicion. So, given that he thinks that these two don't have anything to do with it, um, just the will, which... Um, uh, she kind of parks up at this. Given that Horace is no longer with us as well, none of this goes into effect. Um... Without the help of all of you, um, if it is in our best interest to make sure that the will is legally read, um, I believe we should not split with Jacques and Camille. Are you saying this to Camille? Yes, and the party in general. Oh, oh okay. Um, I mean, we'll, we're we're not going to be leaving the house, um, especially not with the with the blizzard. Oh, so. I. I... So, I imagine, I assume, but um. So uh, we're not we're not going anywhere, but uh. We we'd not like to not replicate the the same fate Horace has undergone. Of course, um. Stay away from the windows. Um, uh, do you mind? Do you mind if I ask something about it, about the will? Uh, sure. Um. It's probably a long shot, but am I in there? 
I, it's it's kind of silly, but I there's a part of me that felt like um, you know I was so close to to him a lot of the time, and like you know it felt like it was a second home almost. I just... Fuck you, Alex. <laughs> you can lie. I can lie. I know. I'm weighing my options. Um. Uh, um, I think Sober's going to turn back to the party really quick and then look to Camille and go, well, um, I personally haven't actually handled the will yet, so I'm not sure of its contents. <laughs> Fuck you! Okay, okay, sure. That, that's fine. Just... Can yeah, we um, all just lie and tell her we haven't read it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. The rest it's, of us can't. We 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 didn't. You know, the rest of us can was... tell the truth because we haven't touched it. Yeah, we we didn't believe it was right to read out the will without you know the presence of it being legally binding. So right, right. yeah, of course. We, we will we'll have Little, to yeah document discover stuff. I, it. I get in it. In the future, that's okay. Yeah. I'll just um, I'll just uh, yeah. Well, you happen to glance at it. Just uh, just let me know. Okay. Got it. All and, right. And uh, she uh, Dr. walks Fog in. Is twitching. <laughs> what is what? Doctor Fogkettle is twitching right now. Just... <laughs> so, so yeah, she she goes back to the uh, back in the direction of the uh, the kitchen, following Jacques. So are we? We're left alone at this. You're point? left alone, oh. right outside the study, kind of in the vicinity of the living room. Um, it. I assume it hasn't been ten minutes yet, anyways. But um, uh, sober is dropping zone of truth. Okay. Um, I'm gonna stop concentrating on it. So, um, I know there's already a couple complications with this will, but if there's any chance that, uh, we were to make revisions on it, we should do that within this evening. <laughs> Anyways, that's Cellar. Am I, am I right, ladies and gentlemen? Yes. Right. Uh, uh, this, this way. Okay. Um, as you, uh... Yeah, so you go uh, move towards the cellar. You kind of look towards the uh, the window that's adjacent to kind of the uh, the outside of the guest bed, right next to kind of where the cellar entrance is. Um, the window is almost started to like frost over, um, like just almost completely. Like the edges for sure have been like frosted over, mm. and just it's just coming. The snow is just just coming down hard. You can hear the window. You can, sorry, you're not the window. You can't hear the window because the window can't do and make noise. But you hear the wind outside through kind of the, um, the, the tiny little cracks of like the, the log stacking of the architecture. Um, as you guys go to the, uh, the, 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 as, as it was, um, mentioned, the, uh, the cartoon ass boarded up door. Um, yeah. With the, uh, basically the uh the upside down z or whatever which i guess so is still a z it's boarded up and it's locked well it's boarded up oh okay you haven't you haven't tried the doorknob have you trying the doorknob yeah well it looks like the uh there's not really a lock in place to the cellar okay. it just looks like you can't open it because it's been boarded up all right all right friends um i have this 
shotgun vibe, great axe, and these are three wood planks. What's the verdict? Have we considered simply removing them? Great axe, three wood planks. Removal. Without the destruction of our host's home. I'm proficient. I, 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 I see the point of the professor, but not in the same way. I think the noise of breaking said things down is probably not something that we want to draw attention to ourselves with. Do we believe there's still more intruders in the building? I don't I think that those reindeers could come down the chimney, is all I'm saying. Yeah, they, became, they came through the window. I know, but that means that somebody else came through that chimney. Hmm. I don't think those. I don't think those. Perhaps here, before we go down, unless they have the power down, that our lovely Marley does. Perhaps before we proceed with the locked door, we investigate the doors that are not locked to us. There is, I believe, a guest bedroom. We were informed of. I find it odd it's true. that the guest bedroom would be pointed out to us, who are not staying the night. Why? Would this be drawn drawn to our attention? Unless it is, of course, an obvious like argue, red herring. I would also like to argue that we were introduced to the kitchen, something that the servants are only responsible for interacting with, um, and we were introduced to that as well. I mean, Horace wanted to be thorough, guys. I know, that's, what I, that's the point I'm gonna, trying to make. He wasn't going to be like, oh, this is nothing. Just continue along. All right, <laughs> I'm just They're taking actually... a. I'm ripping one of these boards off. I'm ripping one off. Yeah. Okay. Mar- roll Marley a... joins you. Okay. Uh, roll a strength check. I guess. Strength check. You can help. Just strength you can help Marley. strength. You can help Marley. Okay. I'll I'll say it's uh, a fourteen. Roll again. I'll do that help action. Worse. Okay, it was so close to a twenty. Hmm. But yeah, 14 you, total. You are like, you like pull, you guys by both pull on it. You like try for like uh, a good like 10, 30, 10, 15, 30 seconds of just pulling at like kind of the crossroad bar that has like footing onto like the, the post where the hinge would, where like it would open. Um, and you're like getting, it's just not, it's like slowly, slowly, but it's, you're not really making any progress trying to get it off of the door. Interesting. You know, in, in place of a traditional fire axe that uh, we had at the firehouse, sober? And Marley takes a step back away from the door. I would like to just, just, just big old downward swing with this great axe. Roll to hit. All right, roll to hit this door. That is a thirteen to hit the door. Yeah. Okay. Roll for damage. Roll for damage. Certainly hits. Do I divine smite the door, guys? I don't. No. That. That is going to be sixteen slashing damage, max damage. <laughs> yeah, you you like are you swinging it down? Yes, just trying to catch on each of the planks. Yeah, as you do, um, it's like almost like a perfect clean just swipe through Swing. the the boards, and the boards kind of fall in like six pieces, um, but. As you look at the the door that is now plankless, you realize you have slashed a uh, a gash into the um, 
the door proper um, and um, like almost cut of all the down and like the part where like the doorknob would be just like slowly falls backwards towards the inside of the cellar and you do well if they I think a little wood putty can't fix certainly know now well guns blazing right into the cellar we go okay you're going down the cellar go into the cellar into okay. the cellar you're all going yeah yeah sure yeah okay all right um you all go uh you all go down it's act it's despite what like it's been kind of set up to be it's not really too much far down it's just kind of the one like stair to the landing and then the stair to the landing to the side and you're there um it's really dark down there does that's anyone cellar, have cellars tend to be yeah who has who here has dark vision I Not do. me. I do. Mm, I don't remember. Hold on. I don't remember. Which Wait, why did we call Marley a human earlier? Marley's not a human. Have dark vision. Who called um, Marley a human? I thought someone said humanoid. Half halflings. Do, uh, you're a halfling, Zoe. Yeah. You are one of the three races that do not have dark vision. Lovely. Yeah, that's what human halfling. I know Eric Cocker don't. Um, Halfling, Human, and Dragonborn saying on here. Of the players oh, that's for the races. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say. That's like base. The PHB, the base ones. Um, Fair. Yeah, that's right. Eric Cockers don't have Dark Vision. Because I know from a little show called Tears of Aurelian that taught me that. <laughs> um, and a character named... I don't know. She was a crow, I think. Um, You're so funny. So yeah, um... Uh... Fog Kettle and uh, uh, Sober, you're kind of walking in blind. Uh, ben Blasted, it's dark as pitch down here. <laughs> Team, <laughs> minding our own business. Back at it, <laughs> minding our own business. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Ben and Marley, you kind of see uh, this. Um, it's not super wide, this, this cellar, but it is quite narrow. On the one side, in kind of the corner, you see... Um, you see another desk. This desk looks to be way tidier than the one um, that was in the uh, the the freaking the study. Um, like the chair and everything. There's like a there's like a ink quill situation there, like a, a space for writing. Clearly, there's like a stack of some papers on one side, a stack of blank papers on the other side. Um, to your right. As far as the eye can see, you see barrels, just giant barrels, kind of on their side, propped up by, um, like, wooden, like, stands situation. From where you're standing, it's, like, as far back as you can see, there's, like, maybe eight of them from what you can tell. Um, That's incredibly suspicious. <laughs> um, <laughs> why? It's just the number eight. It's just I came up eight with barrels. Eight, eight barrels. barrels. Eight reindeer. There's nine reindeer. Actually, there's, well, there's, there's eight if nine. you don't count the famous one. There's nine reindeer. You dicknips. Anyway, now two of them are dead. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter anyway. anyway. So there's seven barrels. Hey, kidding. Alex. <laughs> Alex. What was the name of the other reindeer? Can you just tell us the other one that we killed? 
Which one well, of them did we well, kill? Is, <laughs> okay, full disclosure, um, it was the second in command, so it would have been Dasher, obviously. Good, Dasher's a dick. <laughs> yeah, Dasher's a bootlicker, as we've discovered. Um, yeah. Dasher the bootlicker. I would like to point out that this is winter, correct? This is in the middle of winter? This is New Year's Eve. So, yeah. so, so, I would like to remind everyone that reindeer, the only reindeer that have antlers during the winter, are the females. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all nine of them, of all of Santa's reindeer, are women. Damn it! Rankin Bass lied to me. What the fuck? Anyways, um, yes, of course they lied to you. They lied to me specifically. They didn't lie to anyone else. Um, where was I? Guys, this is So uh do you guys think barrels. that we're gonna you guys think bar- we're gonna miss the countdown with this? <laughs> <laughs> so there's eight barrels. Um eight barrels. I fully admit there's no correlation with anything that's a number I pulled out of my ass. Um, hey, we got fifty two, eleven, and ninety four. Hang on to those ones, guys. <laughs> um So there's there's the there's the there's the eight barrels. Uh they don't really look flush against the wall. Um, you can't really see, um, from, like, what your angle, it's hard to tell. Um, they probably could be pushed back a little bit if they, if they wanted to. Um, you spelled reindeer not wrong in the, in the chat. Maybe. I, anyway, I, should, I had, I had to I did spell reindeer Thanks wrong. That's, that's, that's a, that's a me problem. Yeah, it is a you problem. A I get, problem. I keep getting distracted. What is wrong with me? So, the cellar room. Yeah, the cellar room. Um. The solo, so, and then, so, um, Marley, you step foot. Can I get a perception check, I guess? Absolutely. I love stepping with my foot. Uh, speaking of stepping with my foot, that's a 14. Okay. Um, sure. Yeah, you, um, <clears throat> you, you notice that the place you step on is like there's a slight slickness to it. You can't really pinpoint um, the slickness, um, like what it exactly is, but it's just that small patch, kind of near the deskish area, that's just a little bit slicker than normal. Hey, do I notice s- that Marley slipped? Marley didn't really slip, but it was more like a. Zzz. I mean, do I, I guess notice you that. Sure, why not? But yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to crouch down and like investigate the floor. So I'm a bugbear. Like, I'm used to being on all fours every now and then. So, yeah, like, sure. I'm just gonna go down there and start sniffing the floor, because this is this is, this is is a very bugbear thing to do. Sure. Uh, what do you want me to roll? Um, let's just do another investigation, I guess. That would be a two. It's... There's, there was something on the floor at one point in time. You're not sure what it is. You're it's, not sure how long it's, it's, it's been there. I'd like to oh, continue to investigate it because I, and I. Sorry, sorry. He blows his nose and then continues to investigate. Okay, roll it to investigate again. Thirteen. Yeah. So you, um, it's, it's definitely been. A, a bit that this substance has been here. It is base. It's almost all completely dry, um, but there's something about the smell that is very distinct. 
um, not unlike the scent of the um, the uh, the substance that was leaking out of Horace's nose only an hour earlier. Um, it's dried up blood. Boogers. <gasps> it's uh, not- Professor Eustatius Ben pushes himself to his feet, brushes off his knees, um, and announces to the room. I suspect our host was not poisoned, but in fact murdered. Um, actually, where, I should mention. I should mention. I should mention that this there's not a lot of it. it it's very con- It's very consecrated in like a very specific spot. Consecrated. Um, it's not. It's it's religious blood. Concentrated. No. Concentrated. That's what I meant. Sorry, words. <laughs> um, thank you, Zoe. Divine sense. I'm doing it again. <laughs> no, no. I have four. Alistair is a divine being now. Oof. Is there uh, consecrated, desecrated celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet? <laughs> okay, that you can see? That I can no, no. sense. That I can sense. I just know that they're within 60 feet. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, it's very concentrated into this very small um, area near the, um, near the desk. We heard it. I think Alex oh. just thought it was a joke. Oh, are you actually doing this? Oh, no, I meant something else, but I... Oh. You know what? Sure, I will do it. Okay. I will. I missed a whole bunch I of I can't something. see anything. Uh, yeah. Desecrated land, consecrated land, or objects. Uh, celestial... Like, devils, angels, or zombies. Uh, yeah. You said it just happens, correct? Yeah, just... I did Within 60 feet. If I if they're there, I just, I just know that they're within range. You Other than that... Nothing. You sense nothing. <laughs> oh fuck! You know how scary it would be if you said something and you can't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where? <laughs> I would still like to argue that Saint Nicholas would have celestial blood. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. We don't. He could just be a dude. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> he's just a dude. Is this just some random guy named know. Nick who got kidnapped? Uh, Marley is gonna walk, or, uh, like, near the barrels. Okay. Oh, I, I hear footsteps! <laughs> just just kind of, like, looking around more, like, trying to get in more of the surroundings and seeing if there's, like, any, like, pat further passage in the basement that we can't really see. Yeah, uh, make investigation check again. Hell yeah! While this is happening, um, Ben walks over to the doctor and uh, trimming way, uh, and I'm in the middle of going. You know what? This is like this is like when like when we when when me and Elster were in the trenches together, and like I could not like and and you just interrupt as I'm just doctor. like ranting about the war because I'm in the dark. <laughs> doctor, uh, would you yeah. be so kind as to? Lend some medical perspective. Where, where, where'd that voice come from? Uh, I, I reached down and I, 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 I tap, can... tr- I tap trimming away lightly on the head. Oh yeah, I forgot you're like seven feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do not want to underrate, underestimate your abilities in any respect, Professor, but I am going to need very detailed descriptions of what is happening, considering that I will only be um, understanding this auditorially and not... Perhaps your olfactory senses are working. 
Um. <laughs> Why is that funny? Uh. Uh. this is happening, like Marley comes to the realization that they can't see. Uh, finally, <laughs> and, uh, Strat, like, lights up a torch. Awesome. Oh, an explosion! <laughs> <clears throat> mm. <clears throat> Hello. And, uh, the investigation check was a 15, but that conversation can continue first. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. the room lights. And also, I'm, been I'm an older woman. There's no way in hell that I can smell properly <laughs> in <laughs> any way. Okay, <laughs> so, now there is illumination. I would so like you to, to investigate this, this, um, well, quite frankly, I believe it to be blood. And I suspect it is... I dip my pinky in it and I taste it. Well, it's, yeah, it's very... It to happen. It's very you much... Like, it's you very much scrape up flakes. <laughs> it's, it's very much... I lick my finger first. Okay. Yeah, it's it's definitely got a distinct um, bloody twang to it. It's very, very faint because it is old. Um, <laughs> it's a bloody twang? Probably, I don't know. <laughs> it's a word choice. God damn it. Um, it's got a little zest. Yeah. Um, you probably taste more of the like the the floor, like the concrete stone floor, than you do the uh, um, the actual blood. But you can tell it's been there for a, a good good while. Um, I should also note um, that now that the room has been illuminated, you can see that there is a um, in kind of the writing station area of the desk. There is a piece of paper and a, uh, a, a quill, an ink quill, is, like, sitting right beside it. Um, I think as I'm um, tasting the blood of my dear friend, <laughs> Sir Alistair Crane, oh. um, <laughs> listen, I am just, I am just a, I am just your average PTSD-ridden peepaw, <laughs> Okay. Um, and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up this, uh, piece of parchment. Yeah, so you pick up a piece of mage parchment, you also notice on the, um, on the desk, kind of tucked away into, uh, the corner, kind of the back corner, the back left corner of that desk, is a glass goblet. Oh, Ooh. fuck. Alright, um. And, um, going back to, um, Marley real quick. Marley, you rolled a 15. So, Marley, you now can clearly see um, the barrels um, have been labeled with all different um, types of of alcoholic beverages. You, as a farm marshal, know that almost pretty much all of these are illegal. Um, the the one on the very the very far right, in particular, is um, fog kettle will like this moonshine. Um, what kind? I knew he had some. The homegrown kind. It just says moonshine. Listen, I'm an alchemist. That's all I'm saying. Um, um. There's, there's various <laughs> different types. You kind of, you kind of like brush your, your brush. You kind of like your, like feeling the, uh, the barrels. Um, getting a feel. Um, you sense that between kind of the, um, the fifth barrel down and the sixth barrel down, there's a bit of a wider, um, crack in between the two. Um, you kind of tap on the, the fifth barrel, and it sounds hollow. Um, you go to, uh, 
fiddle with the um the, the spigot that is sticking out of that barrel as it is all the other barrels and upon just like touching it slightly there's a and as you kind of step back um the the barrel which really isn't a barrel it swings open as a hidden door <gasps> Can I just say that would have been a perfect moment for Alex to have a barrel mimic that Nathan gets attacked by? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I that have been, been thinking so about it since All you first described the, the barrels. Time. I've been, that's that the reason I haven't investigated the barrels. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I kept you on your toes about it. Um, I just wasn't going to say anything because I'm like, I'm not giving up ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you open it. And behind this fifth barrel it's not a barrel it's just this elaborately structured door that has depth to it you see about as as basically just slightly taller than the barrels so it's just hidden this kind of secret area it's kind of like wide as wide as like behind the barrels and stuff but behind there is a silver safe what appears to be a safe and it has, like, a spindly wheel on it, as a lot of safes from this era did. Um, and there is a spot for... Um, I can't read what that says, Zoe. There's a spot... There's three numbers on it. ...for uh, three um, individual two-digit numbers. <coughs> um, oh. Oh, go ahead, Marley. No, you go ahead. Well, I was Can just gonna, I go back to, to I identify was, the poison I was that I'm assuming is in the goblet? I was, oh, sh I mean, you certainly can. I thought you were going to read the piece of paper. Oh, tr both things, but yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. let's, uh, let's, let's investigate the, um, the, uh, the, uh, goblet real quick. Uh, another investigation check, I guess. I'm sorry, there's, I don't know what else check to give in this instance. Oh, no, 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 you're good. I'm For just, the poison? I'm hyperventilating because I've been really like shit this whole time. Okay. <laughs> that's why. Um, no, that's so that's a 17, though. Yeah, you are pretty sure that it is, um, you kind of, you take a whiff of it. Um, it's, it's faint. It's definitely been there for a while, but you can definitely tell it is the same type of poison that was in Horace's drink cup. I think there's this sort of um, defeat within uh, Dr. Fogkettle, knowing that obviously she saved Horace's life, um, knowing being able to reverse this. Obviously, she didn't save his life in the end, but like, you know. We won't talk about that. <laughs> um, but I think knowing that her dear friend, somebody that she has already... Um, has has almost ever since they met originally has has kind of taken this like caregiver um, role over him. Um, now seeing that he probably most likely um, was killed by a poison that she could have had an antidote for, and if she had only been there, he would be alive right now. Um, I think she's having a moment. Okay. Um, um, question. Are you having a moment, a much of a moment where you're not looking at the piece of paper too, or? Um, you know what? Yeah, I think I genuinely like I'm I like drop it on the floor out of just like pure like 
shocked and like not really knowing what to do. Uh, Um, And and I'm kind of just like zoning off into space in this moment, like out just like pure shock. My my mouth is just like wide open and I'm and I'm just like shaking a little bit with understanding the the full scope of of this scenario and his death specifically okay um ben ben to do something takes a step over and crouches down in front next to the doctor um and places a very gentle furry hand on her shoulder doctor i immediately um jolt myself away and scream at at the at the touch of another human being in that moment. Not a human, but you know what I mean. Another being. A humanoid being. A humanoid being. A bugbear being. Okay. I'm not gonna say that this I'm this is like a this is like a moment that like if I if I really wanted to, I feel like this would be like a wild magic surge moment, but I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> okay. Bin takes a step back. And but remains crouched, just trying to make himself as small and um, unimposing as possible. Uh, I I have to ask, um, what is what is sober doing in all this? Um, what is sober doing? Fuck, because um, sober can see now. Yeah, I think <laughs> as of the torch being lit and the door being revealed but before this whole like meltdown silver has gone over to the barrels and been like oh this is um some this is a nice drink here it just turns to marley we're you're not gonna report this are you after this whole i mean you, you know i mean it maybe a disrespect to the to the owner who's now no longer with us uh she she looks over like after sticking her head in the the barrel door she like looks back and she says i am a firefighter not a police officer i'm not a bootlicker we're a bootlegger she says <laughs> think of the people who well, not this is a bad analogy, because I'm not the one wearing the boot, but I kind of am, but I'm not the boot that is stepping on people. I'm the boot that's giving people a leg up, if you catch my drift. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, are these, like, are these barrels, or are these, like, kegs, where I can, like, potentially get a drink? You said there was a spout. There's a spout. There's spigots on all of them. <laughs> I'm make. I'm getting a drink. <laughs> that's what. What silver's doing? Uh, you what, just take the glass. What glass are you using? <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe the I goblet that I dropped on the my, floor. My my water skin from my explorer's pack. Yeah, sure. Uh, name a number like one through. It's just eight. a whiskey glass. It's six. Okay, you go to the one next to that door. You kind of eye the safe a little bit. Um, you uh, um, take uh, you you take some of the uh, the alcohol from in there. It's labeled. Um, Wait. What's a? Wait, I want to in this watching sober about to take a sip of this. I think for me is the snap out moment, 
and I immediately just scream, don't drink that. Um, and yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Holy shit! It's like drops it. Um, I'm not gonna scream. I don't want to peek the mic. Yeah. I don't want to do. Anyways, yeah, I'm dropping it. It's spilling everywhere, probably. Okay. Um, and I, I think I, I scurry over there as like fast as possible, and I'm, and I'm, um, investigating that specific. A keg in making sure that there's no poison in it, but I think there's sort of a um, after I do that, there's sort of a um, I'm like neurotically like l- like having more. Po- I'm pouring like each of of them out like a little bit to like determine like being like okay, was his glass poisoned or is there a whole keg in here that's poisoned? And like I'm I'm mm. like I'm like twitching like freaking out this whole time okay. that I'm like doing this. Yeah. Okay. Um, as you're doing this, um, the, uh, the, the, uh, the different types of alcohols, um, they, uh, they're, they're coming out, uh, you kind of look at them, they don't seem to be tampered with at all. A lot of these spigots don't seem like they've been turned in a long time. Um, they seem pretty decent, but, um, they're, 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 you're letting them run. Are you turning them off and on, or are you just leaving them on? Um, I'm turning the, I'm turning them on and then turning them off once I get, like, a little bit of liquid. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, you, you do that. I'm not gonna waste alcohol. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I I just want to know because there is a piece of paper on the floor that could get damp if there is a lot of... Oh, yeah, of course. That makes perfect sense. I feel like Ben picks up the piece of paper. He doesn't read it. He just picks it up to keep it safe. Okay. Um. And he's not hiding it. He's holding it quite visibly. So that Dr. Fog Kettle is well aware that Ben has it, it's not being hidden. Ben's trying to do everything he yeah. can to like not stress her out more right now. Yeah, so you're you're um investigating the uh, alcohol. I'm not gonna make you roll for this. There doesn't seem to be any tampering with any any of the alcohol. It your estimation as like with the uh, poisoning of um Ben's not Ben's, um Horace's glass, uh, it was I've like been poison. Poisoned, like rimmed. It's not been poisoned. That was a misspeak. Okay. 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 I think I'm. I think I'm kind of sitting with that information. I think I'm still like, uh, sort of a sort of a pacing around the room kind of thing. Because now I'm up and I'm moving. I went from being in shock and I can't move to now I can't stop moving. And I'm, like, muttering under my breath and, like, just, like, talking to myself. But, like, it's pretty incoherent. <clears throat> well, I appreciate the effort, but, um, they didn't know we were here from the door. They do now. Picks up the wine sack again. Uh, I think at this point Marley has fully gone in and is, uh, fiddling with the safe to enter the numbers that were on the last page. Okay. Um, so you enter in the numbers, uh, you enter in 52, and then 11, and then 94, and then you, uh, you crank the wheel, and after about a couple turns, you hear a a click, and you swing the safe open. Mountains and mountains 
and mountains of, of cash. No, of cash. Um, some kind of wrapped in a band of, of stacks of like hundred dollar bills. Um, some just Bam. kind of strewn about. It looks... You can see that there's a back wall to it, but the way it's filled, it gets like, you open it and there's like, some of it kind of spills out. It's uh, kind of question. overwhelming. Serious yeah. question. Is this is this American money? Is yeah. this British pounds? Or is this fictional money? This is the, the universe's equivalent of the American dollar. Uh, Marley is immediately going to close the safe. Like, shove it closed. If okay. some of it's fallen out, it's fine. But she's going to shove it closed, lock it back up, and then, like, essentially, like, back to the door up against it. Like, protecting it. Because she okay. doesn't, like, this is not ours yet, if okay. at all. Okay. Did anyone else see Marley do that? I feel like I no. saw it happen. Absolutely not. But I'm more worried about the paper that, um... Okay. Dr. Fogkettle had. Sure. Okay. Also, Speaking can I which, request that we take a quick uh, um, break? I, I had to piss so bad. Me too. Okay. I can I can I read what it, the the paper says real quick? Absolutely. Has one, Absolutely. Has one of us opened um, it? What? Has one of us opened it? Open the piece of paper. It's just a piece of paper. It's like it's just out a piece of paper. Yeah. It wasn't folded. Okay. He's like, I never. I intentionally like didn't read it. I was saving it for Dr. Fogkettle. Okay. Are you reading the piece of paper or what? What are you doing? I can give it to the, I can give it to Doctor Falkettle. I've just been okay. holding it. I've literally just been holding it. Okay. That's fine. I think I think Ben approaches Doctor Falkettle in a way while she's pacing back and forth, like fucking losing her mind, and and it's almost like a it's almost like a um when you point a laser pointer in front of a cat that like zero they kind of zero in on that. Um, on that information that's in front of them now, um, and I take it and I read it. Okay. The handwriting on this is very feverous. It's, um, it is, um, it feels very disorganized from anything, um, that you have seen, um, because you've received letters from, um, Crane in the past. His handwriting looked nothing like this. Um, but you're almost certain that it Would is. Would I say that it's still him? Yeah, okay, it's still it's, him. It's, it's just like... You can tell that it's his. It just looks near unrecognizable from what you're used to. Got it. Uh, the note, it looks like it was started and wasn't finished. What is written on it says, My dearest, I fear that there may not be much time left for both us and for myself. Each day I can feel his presence near mine, and every day it seems to get stronger. I know there's not much you can do yourself, my love, but this may now be the point where you must break the cycle. And it kind of trails off there, and almost on cue as you're reading this, you hear another thunderous thud above you. And oh, the shit. the uh, the kind of the stability of the cellar that you can feel the dust fall. Yes, yes, I love the dust falls from wood planks. And uh, we're gonna 
we're gonna take a break from there. Oh, Holy oh. fuck! Jeez. Okay. Jeez. You're, you're near the home stretch. You're near the home stretch, guys. Holy shit! It Alex. might it might it might Alex. take another two hours, but you know. Hey everyone, uh, so this episode ran a little bit longer, uh, this is probably gonna be three parts, so we're just gonna do a quick little outro here, um, at D&D Disaster Pod, you can find us on, uh, TikTok and Instagram, uh, where I have a YouTube channel now and soonish, we'll put all of our stuff on there, um, thank you guys for listening, um, we're gonna, um, this next part is, we're, we basically recorded these, like, in one session, so, uh, we're not really gonna jump into the next one, so just, um, yeah, listen to the next one, bye, we'll see you next time.